Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We're giving you some start and sit calls next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Heath Cummings on the Thursday, September 8th episode. And that means that at least by the time you're listening to this in your podcast feeds, it's football time. We've got actual NFL football that's going to matter. It's going to count for your fantasy seasons on your TV or, you know, for me, I'll probably be watching it on a streaming device of some sort. But either way, we're going to be watching the, the Bills and the Rams. Do you have a lot riding on this game going into week one? I feel like my reputation has a lot riding on this game. Well, that, I, that's true of every game, though, isn't it? I'm trying not to view it that way this season, but I just said it on the very first uh, game day edition. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Gabe Davis's performance. The funny thing is I think I have more Gabe Davis than any other Buffalo Bills player this year. But it's it's going to be I'm, – I'm really – like one of the more fascinating things this year is can running backs now come back from Achilles? And we're going to find out with Cam Akers and James Robinson. Because Akers came back last year, but he wasn't Cam Akers. Yeah, no, we saw him. He, he looked fine. I, I'm, my expectations are, are pretty muted for him. But I still think he will be the lead running back for the Rams. And I, I think I did end up with him in like three of my 14 leagues, which is not nothing. So no. I've got a decent amount riding on him. He ended up dropping to like the sixth round in a couple of later drafts. So it wasn't too hard to take that plunge. But... What we're going to do here and, and every Thursday moving forward is I'm just going to go position by position and, and hit you with a couple of what I think are tough start-sit decisions that people might actually need to make. So we'll start out with quarterback. And how about a couple that we're hoping will be involved in uh, some shootouts who, you know, one of them stole the other one's lead wide receiver. Would you rather start Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr for week one? Aaron Rodgers going against the Vikings. Derek Carr's got the Chargers. This, this may come down to the wire and how – okay Alan Lazard is but as as of right now we've still got Lazard projected to play I have Aaron Rodgers projected for 0. 0.04 more fantasy points than Derek Carr in this so game was that one passing yard <laughs> one passing yard more than Derek Carr it's it's a the coin flip to end all coin flips I think it's easy if there's no Lazard to start Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers are, are um, you starting any of the Packers wide receivers this week if Lazard like and we don't even know if he's hurt so if it turns out yeah, that it's undisclosed, injury, we'll find out today, I guess. Right. If if Lazard is okay and he's going to play, then I pro I like him more this week than I did early in the year. I, I don't think the Minnesota secondary is going to be very good, and um, I think it will take a while for Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs to make an impact. I think especially week one, we should expect eight plus targets from Alan Lazard. I'd start him as a number two. All right. Let's move on to running back and. How about Ezekiel Elliott with a tough matchup against the Buccaneers or Antonio Gibson with a pretty good matchup against Jacksonville? It's actually Jacksonville wasn't as bad against running backs as you might think last season. I think they were like bottom 10 in points allowed, but still a better matchup than Tampa Bay. Who, who do you got, Antonio Gibson or Ezekiel Elliott? 
I've got Antonio Gibson. He went from like falling out of good graces to, oh, maybe he's a top 12 running back in week one. I just I just think there's going to be good volume there for him in a game that they should be ahead against a defense that may not be terrible, but is not good. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I do have uh, Ezekiel Elliott ranked lower than Antonio Gibson, so I'm there with you on that one. The one thing I'm interested in with Antonio Gibson is there was a lot of talk that like, and th- this might have just been, you know, he lost his job, so let's keep him happy. But there was a lot of talk of Washington wanting to get him the ball more in space as yep. part of their thought process in in giving Ro- Brian Robinson more of those early down and short yardage situations. So maybe Antonio Gibson will get a few more pass catching opportunities than he gotten in the past. But at the very least, I think you should expect what he's done the past few seasons until Brian Robinson's back. Uh, let's go with a couple of AFC wide receivers. And this is an interesting one because Jalen Waddle coming back from that leg injury, we expect him to play, but he's got a tough matchup against new England or Juju Smith Schuster. And what could very well be a big time shootout in Arizona, but we got that quote from Patrick Mahomes today, apologizing in advance to fantasy players for how inconsistent the wide receiver usage in Kansas city is going to be. Are you buying that first, and then who would you rather start, Jalen Waddle or Juju Smith-Schuster? I mean, is, is Patrick Mahomes just the nicest guy in the world, apologizing to fantasy <laughs> managers because of something that hasn't even happened yet? It might happen. Um, I would go with Waddle over Juju. I, I like the, the whole thing about the Patriots. They're supposed to take away your top option, right? Well, Jalen Waddle's not their top option anymore. <laughs> so, like, maybe he gets the, the lesser coverage. I, I'll, I'll go with Waddle just barely over Juju. Yeah, for my, uh, I'm writing bold predictions for the Fantasy Football Today newsletter uh, for Thursday morning for the season. And one of them is that no Packers or Chiefs wide receiver tops 900 yards this season. So I'm, I'm kind of all in on that just being a, an ambiguous mess in both situations. And before we go, we'll do one more, uh, one streamer tight end to target in case George Kittle doesn't play. He did not practice Wednesday due to a groin injury. I know Tyler Higby is a big favorite of yours, but he's playing on Thursday. Would you roll the dice on Tyler Higby uh, instead of George Kittle, or would you do you have someone else you want to stream? No, I would definitely not roll the dice on on him. I, I would probably look to um, either Evan Ingram or Gerald Everett. Either one of those guys, I think, should have a decent target share and a decent chance to score touchdown. And speaking of practice reports, I just saw on Twitter that Chris Godwin was listed as a full participant. So that is surprising. But does that mean like he was still wearing the non-contact jersey on Tuesday? Did he did he actually participate in practice in full? Was it a walkthrough? These are the kind of questions that we have that we can't really answer till later in the week. So we'll definitely have more on Chris Godwin later in the week here on Fantasy Football Today in five. And we'll see you tomorrow.